I take my text from two portions of the scripture, starting from John chapter 9, reading verse 4. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. And I'll read from Ephesians chapter 5. Reading verse 15 to 17. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Well, Camp meeting has come, and camp meeting is closing. Uh, what a great time we've had for the last two weeks. Um, but I'm sure our level of accountability has increased significantly from the time we came into camp and from the time that we live in camp now. And of course, we can ask a few questions about what have we learned and what have we achieved from what we've learned and how are we going to do differently? Um, These are questions that I think they are reasonable for us to ask ourselves um, as we conclude the camp meeting. Uh, And of course, we've heard that, you know, the conclusion of the camp meeting doesn't mean that is the end of blessings because we still have got another chance as we're gathered here. Uh, Tonight, very quickly, I would like to speak on redeeming time. Um, You know, in Genesis 1, verse 1, it says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the fact that it says in the beginning, it means time. Now, God lives outside time. He is not limited by time. He is not limited by space. And this space-time continuum, as we say it in uh, science, I, I happen to communicate science for, for a living as a teacher, and uh, uh, from the space of physics, we do agree that, you know, in the beginning, physics agrees, and it has to agree with the word of God, that in the beginning, God created time and space. And time and space are inseparable. And because God is a God of time, it means that if we are to be successful uh, in whatever we do in all endeavors of life, we need to have a very good concept of time. And generally those people that that have got an acute sense of time, they achieve better than those who have got no good concept of time. Now, the way we use time will also determine how we relate to God. And I'm sure many have been around the campgrounds, and it was a good time to meet other people. It was a good time to maybe visit Portland and, you know, see acquaintances. 
but at the end of it all, how are we going to account for how we used the time that we had around the campground? And so this is why Paul here is saying that we, we, you know, see that then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Now, as we go away from camp, and having been equipped by what we have learned during the camp meeting, God expects us to live understanding the times that we live in. And so that we do not walk as fools, but we walk as wise, redeeming time. Now, the word redeem um, simply means to rescue from loss or to buy up. Um, And so how do we redeem the time? Walking not as fools. In other words, walking not as unwise. Um, the, the Greek word for unwise means mindless or stupid, ignorant or egotistical, rash or unbelieving. And all these they obtain within the context of this meaning of walking unwisely. But how then do we exercise this wisdom? Uh, Moses in Psalms 90.12 says, So teach us to number our days, that we may gain a wise heart, or rather gain a heart of wisdom. Now, a heart that understands that time belongs to God, knows that whatever we do for the Lord, we have to do it hastily. For the business of the Lord requires haste. Now, being born again, being sanctified and being baptized by the Holy Ghost is a good start. In sports, they've got what they call qualifiers. If you're going to run a race, you have to qualify for that race. For example, 100 meter dash, you have to race against time and they give you a threshold that those that are within this particular bracket of time, like let's say under 10 seconds, these are the people that are going to qualify to run the final race. So, when we are born again, sanctified and baptized, it's a good start. We have qualified for the race. But the Lord expects us to run the race because these experiences, they are not a a chair to sit on. Uh, Because we, we, we have to walk. Once we qualify, we begin to walk. And, and, and in this walk, we need to walk redeeming the time. How do we do that? By walking circumspectly. The meaning of circumspectly simply means to walk in a way that's so careful that we take into account every possible risk and avoid that risk. Um, and as the Spirit of God leads us, we, we would want to redeem time by making sure that as saved people, we do not walk or talk or look like the world. We want to be different. Because we know that time is not on our side. That time belongs to God. And this is why it's important, even tonight, that if there is anybody up to this moment who has not yet made 
a wise decision to seek the Lord, you've got a chance. You've got a chance tonight. And what you need to do is simply make, make that decision that, look, I, I, what are you going to talk about when you leave, when you go back to your station? Or what you, if you're local, what are you going to talk about for, you know, in, in, in the post-camp meeting period? What story are you going to tell? If you're not saved, what, are you, what reason are you going to give that I couldn't get saved? Why? And, and, and even the Lord himself looking down on you or looking down at you, and, and asking, what's the reason for you not getting saved? How do you respond to that? So we, we, we need to take a stand as the saved of the Lord, those that are saved, to make sure that in this corrupted world, we avoid looking like the world. We avoid consuming content that corrupts us. Uh, because we want to redeem the time. We know that the time doesn't belong to us. Uh, and it's important to stay consistent. I can't look, I can't put on a church look, and then when I'm away from church, I'm a totally different person. I, I, I've come across people like that, where when they are at church, they look so different. Away from church, you cannot recognize them. Now, God does not expect that. God expects us to be consistent in our walk before him. And that's how we redeem the time. Um, see, good works. God expects those that are saved to do good works. And this is why the Lord said, I must do the work of him who sent me. While it is daytime, for night will come when no man can do works. So when we are saved, God expects us to do good works. And this is what I believe we have gained from over the last two weeks to build the way that we're going to walk before the Lord and to look into doing good works for. If we are saved and we simply sit and do nothing uh, and we hope to go to heaven, we, we, you know, I, I want to believe that everybody sat here, we, we want to go to heaven. But how is our record going to look like? I mean, if, if we want to go to our reward, what reward are we going to get unless we are working for the Lord? You see, good works do not save us. But we are saved by faith. But faith without works is dead. And so James, in James 2.17 says, Even so faith, if it hath no works, is dead being alone. And also in Matthew 5.16 we read, Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. So, saved, sanctified, and baptized. Good start. But going forward, what is it that we're going to do so that the Lord can look at us and say, Thou good servant, you've been doing some work for me. Preaching, yes, like I'm doing now, that's okay, but I have to, I have to go further than just preaching. I have to work, I have to do works that the Lord, when he looks at me, he will say, I have done something, I've made my, um, my work on earth worthwhile. Um, so tonight, as we conclude the camp meeting, we need to ask ourselves, what are you taking away from the camp meeting? Are you going to talk about how beautiful the menu in the fellowship lodge was? What was your favorite? Is that what you're going to be talking about? Or are you going to talk about how many friends you met and made? 
or and to me, if that's all that we can talk about after we've left camp meeting, it just sounds like you know a balloon full of air, because it's simply empty. Um, we 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 have had you know during camp meeting that there was one a rich man, but unfortunately the Bible describes him as a foolish man, because he did not redeem the time. Um, I'm not saying being rich is bad; it's a good thing. But you need to be a wise, rich man. Uh, unfortunately, you know, in verse 20 of uh, Luke 20, the Lord says, But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So we, we really don't want, you know, the Lord to describe us as being foolish because we are not making good use of time. Uh, may the Lord help us that as we go and all that we've learned, we look at serving the Lord. How is the world going to look at us? Are we going to convict the Lord by the good works that they see? You know, convict the, the world by the good works that people are going to see coming out of us? Or are we going to fail to take a stand and choose to align ourselves uh, with the world? If the trumpet, I mean, maybe a good question to ask is, if the trumpet sounded tonight, will I be ready? Would I feel confident that I can hear the trump? Um, are you sure if you're not saved that you'll be able to be a, a, a tribulation Christian? If you couldn't run with those on foot, how would you be able to run a race with those on horseback? May God help us. Amen. And tonight, I close by reading 2 Corinthians 6 verse 2. It says, For he saith, I have had thee in a time accepted, and in a time of salvation, if I succored thee, behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the time of salvation. You can redeem the time right now. If you had got to, gotten to this point and you have not been saved, you can be saved tonight. It's just a question of making up your mind. And you see, you don't have to repent and then go and live a life of repentance and then get saved. Repentance is of the heart. It's simply a question of making up your mind and saying, look, I am a sinner. I don't want to leave camp with sin. I want to leave camp with a testimony. Yeah. And the Lord will save you. Yeah. Uh, and we, 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 you, you will have a story to tell. Uh, and, and you'll be ready. Yeah. If the trump will sound tonight, you'll be ready to go. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and may the Lord have mercy on us. Yeah. And may he bless us as we go to our different stations. Yeah. And may he keep us as we strive to redeem the time. The altars are open as we sing song number 45.